live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. I, I didn't even get to um, event that, you know. And then all of a sudden, well, they're kicking it off. And then... <coughs> I'm working on this trademark cough. What do you think? Um, it's getting better, too. Um, well, then <coughs> we marched it downfield. <laughs> I, I thought we could have been closer. We had 21 turnovers and six assists, and they had 11 offense rebounds. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. We marched it downfield. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Uh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. It is a new day. It's Chloe's birthday. Hey, Tuesday, happy birthday, Chloe. T-Row in the morning show time. It's election day, too, in America. Use your right and privilege to get out there and vote today, people. Whoever you support. Can they vote for us, TJ? Are we up for anything? Is this we the day we be. get the macaronis? We should be. Get out there, people, and vote. Get out there and vote. Good morning, everybody. It is a Tuesday, November the 8th. Mike Leach is an American treasure. Ladies and gentlemen, may he never change. May he never, ever change, as disgusting as he always We did. marched it downfield. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you I did. Don't, I don't know how many times it is I've heard that. The thing that angered me the most about it, it started, it started, you know, uh, catching fire and spreading quickly yesterday afternoon. I'm like, dadgummit, the rush are going to kill this tom- uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we won't get to it till tomorrow morning. But I sat there over and over again, and then when Tyler kept playing it, I, I have laughed every time, and I don't care how many times I hear it, I laugh. <laughs> Part of it is, I feel you, Mike. Uh, I feel you. When I get that way, I feel you. That's how I feel on the mic. <laughs> we marched it downfield. <laughs> Good, Toby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. How about a water? Anybody get a water we can have? Um, I'm in a good mood today, Teach. You know why? Because yesterday was the first game of basketball? It's only 101 <laughs> days to college oh, baseball let's go, season, Oh, college Teej. baseball, yes. Ooh, I cannot wait for baseball season. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Sooners fall in the season opener last night. On a three-pointer with one second left, 52-51. Sam Houston got him. 16-point underdogs, I believe it was. Uh, And the Sooners are 0-1. TJ, are we cursed? What's going on? Are we cursed? It was one of those threes at uh, the buzzer, too, that you felt. You felt it coming about a minute and a half left in the game. Yes. You're like, 
uh, this is not looking no. good. They kept hitting threes. They didn't hit one all night. Then they hit three or four of them, and you're like, they're going to get within two here and hit a three. You can just feel it coming, yeah. and sure enough, yeah. there it was. There it was. Oh, Tanner Groves had a finger roll at the uh-huh. rim to make it a four-point game and win it. That's it. Ball game. Slam the door. Adios. We're out of here. It wasn't comfortable, but they got the dub. We'll learn from it and move on. And it crawled out. And the Bearcats with a K pulled the rebound and sprinted to the other end. And the only guy that's hit any threes for him all night is standing in the corner. I'm not even sure he was in the game, Teej. I think he might have stepped off the bench to accept the pass. (laughs) Splash. Biggest win in Sam Houston history, I'm sure. I don't know. Was Sam Houston involved in the Alamo? What's the history of Sam Houston? I don't know. My son uh, came walking through the living room last night as I was watching it, and he said, Who's Sam Houston? Mm -hmm. I feel like your son's constantly disgusted at something. He's always disgusted he at walks, something. He's just, around he just questions uh, things. And I said, that's a good boy. <laughs> keep saying that the rest of your life. Who's Sam Houston? We don't let these small colleges. Keep them down, uh, Keep them down. Keep until them they, down. Until they hit a three at the end and beat us again. Don't let them believe they're anything special. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not an ideal start to a season, TJ. Not what you wanted. An 0-1 start. Uh, the good news is, TJ, Arkansas Pine Bluff will be here Friday. All they did is almost knock off number 14 TCU on the road last night, losing by one. They were 30-point underdogs. Part Pine Bluff was at TCU. They were ahead by 12, I think, at halftime. Had a shot at the buzzer to beat the Frogs and lost 74-73, I think. So those guys are here Friday. <sighs> Man, no, we're going to talk a lot of basketball today. Talk a lot of basketball today. Um, we got Thunder losing last night, 112-103. Uh, the women won, although they tried to hand it back. They were up 30-something, won by 11, 105-94 over ORU last night. Our friends in Tulsa, I, if you didn't stay up, uh, the news is not any better. Tulsa had a 16-point lead on Oregon State at halftime. Blew it. Beavers won 73-70 late last night. ORU falls to St. Mary, the men, 78-70. The only state team that won, the men's team that won yesterday, OSU, they got pushed by UTA, but the Cowboys won at 77-66. So opening day of college basketball, not kind to the state of Oklahoma yesterday. Good morning, TJ. We are the Han Solo and Chewbacca of Sports Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Toby and TJ, A1 and Turkey Bacon. How are you on this Tuesday morning, TJ? you know, in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the uh, top quartile of that upper quartile. I wish I had that sound bite. I didn't have it in my little... uh, I've got it right here. Okay. Let's see here. That's right. Yeah, I see no problem with that. That's, that's exactly right. That checks out. 
Oh, I forgot the, the Colts fired their coach yesterday. And yeah. that's something Does else he get to happened. the uh, crazy laugh here soon? <laughs> Colts fired their head coach and, and hired an uh, uh, ESPN analyst yesterday, Jeff Saturday. Who I think was uh, volunteering at a high school when he wasn't at ESPN, yeah. I think. Maybe he was getting paid by the high school. I don't know, but. Uh, two things about the hiring of Jeff Saturday. One, I love it. I love Jeff Saturday. Most Colts, Colts fans do and should. No idea if he can coach a lick, but I love Jeff Saturday. He was uh, Peyton Manning's you know, right-hand man through the golden era of Colts football. And he's pretty good on TV. He's entertaining. So I don't know if this is going to work out or not, but as soon as I saw they hired Jeff Saturday, I was like, oh, sweet. And two, I had to unfollow someone on Twitter last night because of this, TJ. Uh-oh. Yeah. You know, I only have 100 follows, so I disperse them judiciously. Somebody had been given warnings and then chose to make fun of my Colts yesterday, and that was the final straw. Who was so this? I'm, well, I don't want to put them on blast. I want on you to put them on blast. radio may or may not. Uh, you could say probably um, if there's a spot that needs to be gotten out of a shirt, you might go to this person. Um, if you got a spot, if you need a spot, maybe. That's the person you'd go to if you need a spot. So, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, how that goes. Um, but uh, I hate to do it. Uh, people get their feelings hurt when I unfollow them on Twitter, but it had to be done. So I'm down to 99. I've got a vacancy out there, TJ, if anyone would like to vie for that 100th spot. I'm still in the 100, right? No, of course you are. Okay. You're my well, best I, friend. I've got to make sure I didn't upset you over anything. You're my know. very best friend in the entire world. Right. Now, nah, you got to go a ways. I mean, you got to repeatedly, uh, you have to have repeated offenses. Yeah, a nuisance, huh? And this person had repeated offenses, multiple warnings, and yesterday was the final straw. I'm in the middle of a basketball game. It's not going well. And they take a shot at my Colts, and that's it. Oof. That's it. Oof. So. Uh, anyway, what did Monday, huh? It was something. It was something. That was busy for a Monday. In fact, I woke up this morning and was walking to the kitchen to turn on the coffee pot, and I said, God, this is only Tuesday morning. It felt like Monday was like six days. We marched it downfield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how mad Sean gets at me over the uh, Mike Leach stuff. I'm with you. You is American treasure. He yeah. is unbelievable. The video of him folding up the chairs the other day when he was mad at his team for giving up the lead. Like, everything about him I just love. So, yeah. Sean can get on to me and think that he's a terrible coach, but I hope Mike Leach never goes away. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Did you enjoy your uh, time at the Lloyd Noble Center last night other than the outcome of the game? Did um, you have fun? I was not at the Lloyd Noble Center. I was here at the what? station. I was here at the station. I was producing the women's game up until six thirty or so, and then uh-huh. and then you went to the Lloyd then Noble I had, Then I headed home. I had, oh. I went home. I had some ah. uh, uh, dinner cooking in the crock pot and uh, watched the game on ESPN Plus. That I got to work on my Roku again. Watched the first half on my phone. Uh-huh. Second half Roku on the television in the living room. It worked fine. It worked. Yeah. Okay. I saw some people were having some problems last night on my. Uh, now, on first my half they may have been. I like I said, I was on my phone for that. And have then, you found it watching on the Roku 
easier, enjoyable? What's the, been the Roku experience so far? The Roku's been fine. I did go to the living room at, or the bedroom at one point and said, I'll uh, watch it in here. And then realized I wasn't logged in on that TV and it was like a process. And I was like, mm, I'm going back to the living room. I had left it on in the living room so I didn't have to try to figure it out again until I figured out if the bedroom would work. So Right. You really hate logging in, don't you? <laughs> well, it, so on my TV, it said it wouldn't let me log in. Like with just my login, it said, we're sending a code to, and I knew it would send to my wife. And then I'd have to text my wife, oh, said, hey, that's yeah, sending that's the you worst. a code. And then, that's the worst. So I just went back to the living room. I'll have to have her type oh, in the code while you. she's at the house. So, yeah. Uh, all codes go to Katie. <laughs> They do, <laughs> but the Roku worked fine in the living room, so I figured it oh, that's out. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So you were not there to support the team last I, night. I was not. I, I'm sorry. I was supporting the night. women's team, interesting, producing their game, and then, like I said, where I, were that game? I was driving. I didn't hear that game. Where was it at? Uh, Fourteen hundred a.m. So thanks for uh, listening to the local signal. So we split we split off. So 94.7 had the rush, and then we were doing uh, the game on fourteen hundred. I must have been listening to ninety four point seven. Then I see the how drive. it is. I see how it is. That was a weird game, too. Yeah. OU outscored them 68-37 in the first half, and I believe Or Roberts outscored them 68-37 in the second half. Almost. Almost. Yeah. They won it by 11 after they were up by 30-plus. So, yeah, that one started sliding the wrong direction. But, yeah. Less than an ideal opening night in the LNC. Um, But the good thing about college basketball is, Teach, one loss does not sink the ship. So hopefully they can figure some things out. We'll talk some hopefully X's and O's. Hopefully by Friday. Yeah, hopefully by Friday. We'll hear from Jeff Levy coming up later in the show. We'll hear from both Porter Moser and Jenny Baranchek, their post-game thoughts after the show. And I want to hear from you guys as well. You can call us, 405-329-9000. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. We marched it downfield. <laughs> Underway on a Tuesday morning. Election Day in America. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex, wonderful professionals all across South Central Oklahoma helping you with your health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. couple were on here from uh, 9 o'clock last night. Oh, this ought to be good. This person wants to know, when does softball and gymnastics season start? <sighs> Softball's like next week. They start really early. Yeah, uh, they've already, they've already gone. Just, just watch the uh, inter-squad scrimmages with uh, softball, and it's better than the games will get halfway across the country uh, in March. So. I love the... Patty, we had uh, I was a soundbite or something. Maybe it was on the field. Anyway, I heard Patty Saturday say, you know, they they honored them at Owen Field. Yes. And something about we haven't had a chance to celebrate our championship. We finally get to celebrate our championship. I was like, wait, what? Let's <laughs> celebrate our championship. <laughs> Straight back to work. We just want it. Let's go. Uh, I feel like we've been celebrating their championship for a long time. So they started again soon. Uh, this is a long text. This was at 929 last night. All right. Four things it. for OU basketball last night. One, write these down. One, let, let Porter know these. One, they are out of shape. All right. Two, defense is still good and will need to improve Durance to close out games. 
Endurance, you think, probably is what they meant there? Uh, oh, yeah, they probably did. Uh, three, offense is still going to be ugly and marred with turnovers from lack of flow or too much ball movement. All right. Four, Tanner Groves is still clumsy and riddled with an all shucks luck. Now, positive note. All right. I think that should be OU starting rotation should be before Christmas. Number one, Sherfield needs to take 50% of all the shots, can take breaks playing two. <laughs> can you imagine if somebody took half of all the shots in a game? That'd two, awesome. Los, help with a point guard. Three, uh, Joe Bamisil will help get an offensive flow. Four, Jacob Groves, much in, uh, improved. And five, Godwin, need his energy and toughness, seems less clumsy. <laughs> well, he doesn't even want uh, Tanner starting. Was that his starting five? Yes. Is that what he wanted? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't disagree with a whole lot that was in that no, text. No, I don't either. I, I, I don't tried either. to write it down. One out of shape. I don't know about that. I mean, it was the opening game, and um, uh, Sherfield was cramping a little bit there at the end. So, but, I mean, they were – Give Sam Houston some credit in the fact that they played defense. I mean, that it was obvious in the opening four minutes of that game. I was like, oh, my gosh, like these guys are getting after it defensively way more than most of those rumdums that roll in for early season losses. You know, they're in awe to be in uh, a big gym and uh, don't really care. Like Sam Houston was getting after it. Um, So I don't know if they're out of shape or not. I didn't. I didn't necessarily think that watching last night. Defense is good. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the positive to take away last night. I mean, they held them. OU held them to like twenty seven percent shooting. And Porter said in our post game interview, uh, we that he believed his team played elite defense for thirty five minutes, and then the last five minutes of the game, they let Sam Houston score on eight of their last nine possessions. In fact, he said in our post game interview courtside, he said. Toby, I was on your radio show this morning, and you asked me what's the one area we've got to be better this year, and I said we've got to be better in the final five minutes of games. Yeah. He did. He told us that yesterday he did, morning. He did say that yesterday, So, and that was exactly and how that game ten, played out. They had a 10-point lead mm-hmm. with five minutes to go and lost. He goes, I don't, I don't know what's going on with this. It's the same thing as last year. We took terrible three-pointers. We're, we're up 10. We're taking rushed, bad shots. And all of a sudden, our defense goes completely out the window in the final five minutes. He's right. He's right. They just they down. They panicked. Uh, Sam Houston started feeling hot and believing that they found a guy finally who could make some shots. And he made some tough ones. He made a couple of wide open threes, but he made a couple with guys draped all over. Him. Three, offense is ugly, lack of flow. Yeah, well, last night, definitely, the offense was ugly. There's no doubt about that. I, I think that, you know, that's it's going to be a work in progress to figure out what the rotations are, who deserves to be on the floor, all that kind of stuff. Last night, they did not look good offensively. Tanner is clumsy. Hmm. Um, I mean, he's a big guy, you know. I like Tanner Groves a lot. Uh, he almost had a double-double last night. I like Sam Godwin a lot, too. I don't think it has to be an either-or situation. 
right, Tanner's your starter. Godwin's your backup. If you if they both find their way on the court, awesome. If you trust Godwin to get Tanner a little more rest so he's fresher later in games, awesome. But I got no problem with Tanner. Grove. Yeah, I, I think clumsy's the wrong word there. I'm trying to think of what I, how I would put that. I know what that person's trying to say. Like that move to the basket last night at the end was a nice spin move, and they just uh, rolled out on him. Didn't finish it. Yeah. Right. Um, here's the number one issue last night that nobody's talked about yet. Doug Sermons was officiating that game, TJ. <laughs> last night's loss dropped us. To 0 and 173 all time when Doug Sermon officiates OU basketball games. I believe that that's close. Uh, I, I I honestly, I don't think he did anything like I can't point at all to any sort of officiating last night in any way. At any point did I think anybody made a, an egregious call. Yeah, but as soon as Doug either. Sermon, as soon as he walked in the gym, I said, uh-oh. We don't win with him there. We just don't ever anywhere. We do not win when Doug Sermon's the referee. So we gotta we gotta figure that out. Now, as depressing, upsetting as last night's loss was, uh, I do know that that super secret scrimmage TJ that they had out in Vegas was against the top twenty five team, right? That may or may not quack a lot. Right. And and OU handled them. So I know that they're better than they showed last night. So what happened last night? It's the opener. I, did, I mean, I, they, they, had, they did not flow well at all offensively the whole night. And part of that, like, give credit to Sam Houston. Like you said, they were, they were playing some defense. But, man. Sam Houston got up underneath them. Mm-hmm. And played them as hard defensively as, I mean, it looked like a smaller Texas Tech. I mean, they just did not let OU run anything they wanted to. And that was impressive. I don't know how much they showed their head coach on TV. That guy was amazing. Like, he he made Porter look like he's calm and quiet. <laughs> He would stand at half court and scream. Uh, I said last night he looked like a Dilophosaurus on Jurassic Park. You know the one with the the one with the little uh, wings on the side of his face that spits when he yells. Oh yeah, that's I what know he what looked like. About. <laughs> he would stand there and go. Ah, his whole face. I mean, they got after it. And I, Sam Houston may not win another game. They may go to the NCAA tournament. I don't know, but they showed up last night and completely knocked OU off their kilter with how hard they were playing defensively. Um, so maybe it'll serve as a game one wake-up call, you know? Maybe we all have a glorious um, outcome to the season and look back and go, boy, it was that opener, man. Remember they got, they got slapped and that focused them? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they lose Saturday and we're like, dadgummit, this season's off to a rotten start, but. Friday, I guess it is. But I like a lot of what the texter had to say. I would not take Tanner Groves out of the lineup. But other than that, he, he had some pretty accurate assessments there. Anything else, Steve? Uh, this one says, be careful what you wish for. Me, four weeks ago. I can't wait for the OU basketball season to start. Mm -hmm. SMH. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, this one says T. Rowe and TJ in 2024. Hmm. Political office for us? What do you think? Like, does that mean I'm running as your vice president? I no, don't like that. No, no, no. You're the man like in that. charge. You're the man in charge. Yeah, You've got all the good ideas. Be. I think that's how it's You're president. Be. I'm attorney general, I believe. Or <laughs> what's the easiest cabinet member, you think? What's the easiest cabinet post? What's the secretary of the interior do? That's not really yeah, anything, right? Not, so I, like drapes and carpeting Something and like that, yeah. yeah. I'll be that. Y'all be that. You be president. I'll do the interior stuff. Uh, and this person wants to know if they can get that 100th spot from Mr. A1. I didn't lose my spot. It wasn't me. Oh, from Mr. A1. Oh, I got you. That's not Who me. is it? Turkey Bacon. Uh, they didn't sign it. Let me see. Yeah, they, don't, they didn't sign it. How am I going to follow you if I don't know who Yeah, you we are. don't even know your Twitter handle. Yeah, I'm down to 99. Had to fire someone last night. Hated to do it, but they did it to themselves. 6.32 in the morning. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Ah. It's Chloe. What am I paying you for, Sam? <laughs> I didn't know he did birthdays. <laughs> He's wearing a birthday sweater in that one. <laughs> Candles on it. Sam for president, right? That's right. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Toby and TJ with you. Um, all right, here's a little more. Sooners fall last night, season opener, uh, 52-51 in the LNC. Sam Houston got him. Porter Moser, as you would imagine, not happy after the game. Um, it was a combination of, I, I got to give them credit, they were really physical with our guards. They were denying Grant Sherfield the ball back and uh, took a toll on him. He looked, I mean, you could just see by the end of the game. Um, we didn't go downhill enough. I thought their guards were way more aggressive going downhill than ours. Um, and, um, you know, I think that's an issue, um, you know, with, um, you know, we had 21 turnovers and six assists, and they had 11 offense rebounds. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. And, um, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to have to watch the tape, but we had numbers of shots. We missed a bunch of layups early, a bunch of layups early, a bunch of threes that were, you know, makeable threes. And, um, you know, I said on Toby's show, radio show this morning, he asked me one thing I want to get better, and I said, I've watched, I watched the last four minutes of every game last year. And it wasn't – there were certain games, yes, we could have made a shot. We could have made a shot to win it. And a handful of games. Like even tonight, Tanner's right there. He makes that, and we ice it. All right? But that's not what got us beat. What got us beat is our defense the last four minutes. They scored seven of the last eight possessions. Seven of the last eight possessions. You gave them hope. I thought defensively for 33 minutes, we, I mean, even though our offense was um, missing shots, missing layups, I thought our defense was, and that's why we had a 14-point lead. Um, but seven out of eight down the stretch, um, and then uh, we got to get them better. Um, that last transition, D, as much as we go over that, um, it's it's a it's a missed shot in a one possession game. You got to get your guards back. Outlet. We got to stop the ball. We lunged for a rebound, missed it. Now he goes by us. Rotate, rotate up three, and that's. I mean, everything that's transition D one on one. When you're talking about situational, and we've talked about that, and we lunged for the ball, missed it. Now they're now they're now they're going downhill. When you gotta you gotta get back and make a wall. You know the 
the missed shot doesn't beat us. The bad transition D beats you. Um, but uh, I gotta have, I gotta, you know, I gotta look at, you know, we we had Jacob and Jalen. I like that lineup a lot, but it's not a downhill lineup. You know, you got three guys that aren't going downhill very much. Uh, CJ, um, so I, and Grant, so I gotta, I gotta. We got some of our downhill guys are coming off the bench. We gotta mix and match that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna look at some changes with that. Um, but we, we knew we had a lot of respect. It wasn't even remotely like we were look. We knew how tough Sam Houston State was defensively. They're as physical underneath you, take you out of everything, kind of defensive team. And uh, I give them credit for that. A couple of things he said there, Teach. Um... One, they got nothing out of Jalen Hill last night. He just could not make a shot. Yeah, no, it was, that was a problem for him. Um, he, no matter what, he, even if he's doing things for you on the boards or defensively, he's got to score something each night for this team. Well, yeah, we don't need him to hit threes. No, yeah, exactly. He's uh, the trash collector, you know? And last night, whether it's alley-oops or offensive rebounds, he's right around the rim, and he'd put it back up, and it would bounce on the rim 17 times and fall off every time. He just could not get the ball to go in the hole. He was 0 for 7. Zero points, one rebound from Jalen Hill. I mean, this year for them, he's got to be a guy. I mean, eight points, fine. Eight to ten points a game on just, like, you know, junk buckets, free throws, things like that. But he needs to have... 10 rebounds a game and be a guy that is a difference maker when he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. We've seen him do that. He was fairly invisible last night. And two, he said something about uh, looking at lineups, getting guys on the court that go downhill. I think that is one thing that we're going to have to be a little patient with here is there is so there are so many new guys that Figuring out the lineup is going to take a little bit. Uh, they threw a starting lineup out there last night that, you know, maybe that ends up being the starting lineup. Maybe it ends up looking nothing like that. The rotations, they're subbing guys every couple of minutes, uh, getting the freshmen some playing time, getting the transfers some playing time, you know, getting a look to everybody. And eventually, you know how this goes. Eventually, you figure out what you like and you you pair the rotation down to your eight guys or whatever, and then that's it. And it's going to take a little bit, I think, for this team just to figure out who works well on the floor together, who's a starter, who's better coming off the bench, all that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, hopefully it doesn't take too long. But I these first four games were supposed to be the four – Let's work some things out games before they, they get a little tougher, you know. You got four programs coming on in who don't have big names. Hopefully you can get out to a 4-0 start, work through all that stuff, and then by the time you go to Orlando, you you know things. Well, they're 0-1, and it looks like Pine Bluff knows what they're doing, so they better get their act together here quick or they're going to they're gonna be 2-2 two two or 1-3 going to Orlando. So, um. Anyway, you could tell Porter was uh, a little bit, well, he was upset. He was upset. Disappointed, upset, angry, shocked, all of the things you were feeling. But I do love the fact that he will 
tell it like it is after a game, Teach. That's oh, one he thing doesn't I sugar. He doesn't sugarcoat coat things. There's no we're close or anything with him. He's he's going to be upfront and honest with you. He uh, it wasn't until the final segment of the post game show that he came out last night for the courtside interview, and he came storming down that tunnel, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder if we're going to get him or not. And then, like a bull, he comes charging down that tunnel. Up to <laughs> Sits down, grabs the headset, gets smoke coming out his ears. So, uh, I also appreciate you know. the shout out that he was on the show during the press conference. You know, told Toby on his morning show. I said, "Listen, Coach, I can't play any of my highlights on the show. <laughs> Anything we do on this broadcast, can you give us some love in your press conference so we can at least, you know, play something somewhere." That was funny. The Sam Houston. Uh, play-by-play guy young young uh young man i would say mid to late 20s maybe he came up after the game last night we didn't get a chance to talk before because remember the women's game was right before the men's so there was this kind of like nascar pit crew vibe between games tj where radio crews are trying to quickly get out of the way so the men's crews can get in and brian brinkley scrambling and the ORU broadcast is scrambling to get out of the way for Sam. So we didn't meet before the game. After the game, he comes down, introduces himself. And really nice young man. First game he's ever called at Sam Houston last night. And he gets, you know, probably the, got to be one of, if not the greatest game in Sam Houston basketball history. I don't know the, their legacy that well, but. Can't imagine they've beaten too many power fives on three pointers on the, the road at a three pointer on the buzzer. Yeah, first game ever. And I said, "How'd you do with the call?" And he goes, "I think it was all right." I said, "I'd love to hear it. In fact, send it to me. I'd love to play it on my radio show because I can't play my own calls on the radio show. So we might as well play yours." <laughs> and he said he would, but uh, uh, unfortunately, he hasn't sent it to me yet. I was hoping to have it this morning, uh, but. Hopefully Rookie. we'll get it. Maybe, maybe during the show. He's obviously anyway. not one of the Eagles. What does that mean? The Eagles. Uh, the band. Uh, uh, well, it's the uh, Syracuse kid uh, that we had on the other day. That was twenty oh, something. Oh, Noah Eagle. <laughs> Noah, Noah Eagle. Yeah, Noah. Yeah. yeah. Noah would have had it chopped up for us by now. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That's funny that you think an Eagle would work at Sam Houston. They go right to the NBA. <laughs> that's TJ. true. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Come on now. All right, 646 in the morning. We'll take a break. It is a Tuesday. It is election day. It is Chloe Rowland's birthday. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God. Toby. Toby's getting held back by security. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. The person wanting your 100th spot on Twitter is Juicebox0511. Huh. Yeah, I need you to vet Juicebox for me. All right, I'll look into him. I'll look into him for you. Uh, Let's see here. This one says, at least the female athletes are a lead at OU. Jenny's team looks legit. All right. Oh, they looked really good in the first half. I'm sure she wasn't satisfied with kind of how the second half played out, but that's one of those you have a 30-point lead and kind of get bored and 
Mm-hmm. You know, a team kind of battles back, but she just shot at all males right there. <laughs> though, you <laughs> pretty much was. Jeez. Uh, let's see here. Glad your Roku worked. Mine did not for the first half. All of a sudden, it worked at halftime. Now, I did say I did not start mine until halftime, so hmm. I don't know if I would have had problems in the first half or not. So that's exactly when I kicked over to the Roku was at halftime. I had it on my phone the first half, so. Uh, good morning, fellas. Radio like a champion today. Now we're here. Win, lose, or draw. We're here. New team, but turnovers and a ton of missed shots at the basket were killers last night. Absolutely. Uh, turnovers, man. They just had another 21 one. 21 turnovers last night. Burley says, happy birthday to Chloe. Have the best day. I'll pass that along, Burley. Thank you. Um, when does a team with a winning culture become a team without a winning culture? That's Mike. I believe when you lose back-to-back games. Is that it? So three straight, you don't have a winning culture any longer? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I feel like this was a shot at Hunziker, right? Yeah, it is, but yeah, you got to be careful who you're taking shots at here is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I'm not... I don't, know. Uh, I, don't feel like, I don't feel like picking on anybody else today. I haven't had a win in a while myself. I think this was supposed to say uh, uh, Sam Houston, and you just answered it. It says, good morning, gents. I'm interested to hear Toby's thoughts on Adam Houston's coach, but I'm guessing that was supposed to be Sam Houston. And you just said he's kind of in, intense and screaming like a dinosaur. He was, so. <laughs> he was amazing. And he had a real high-pitched voice. Jason Hooten is his name. And he would come to half court, especially in the first half when his Hooten team was, would have a high voice. Yeah. He would just scream at the top of his lungs. And I, 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 uh, he, he looked like that little dinosaur on uh, Jurassic Park. Like you expected the wings to come out the side of his face, you know. And um, he was amazing. I mean, intense. I cannot believe that uh, Sermons did not give one of those two coaches a tee last night. Porter almost got one like 30 seconds into the game. And the Hooten guy is just killing him. Uh, 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 Sermons gives out tees like candy normally. So good restraint by Doug Sermons last night. Uh, Is this loss a residual effect of Coach Brady drama and leaving? No idea. No idea. I don't get the sense that that has been an issue inside the program, uh, that there's any drama there necessarily. But I'm not with them every day like I will be when football's over. You know, I don't I don't know exactly the temperature inside the program right now. I'm not traveling with them. I'm not eating with them, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe, but. I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I haven't heard any of that, so I don't think so. Uh, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Sooner would like us all to know only Big 12 basketball team to lose yesterday. Yeah, we're aware, Pottstown. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Every top 25 team won last night. That was in action, by the way. USC TCU. got beat. That, uh, that made, uh, USC got beat did by they? Uh, Florida Gulf okay. Coast. The uh, Andy Infield, remember, he used to be a uh, Florida Gulf Coast Florida Gulf Co- Coast coach. Right. When they were, uh, what was their nickname in the NCAA tournament? Uh, uh, I remember that run. I don't remember nickname. the nickname. They were the uh, Flying Dunkers or what was their? Dunk Dunk City. <laughs> Dunk right? City, that's right. 
Then he went to USC. He he catapulted that success to be USC's head coach. And Florida Gulf Coast, his own old team, beat him last night. That's kind of funny. TCU got a one-point win over Arkansas Pine Bluff last night, who we see next. Good morning, gents. I'm standing in line to do my civic duty. I'm listening on the app. Sweet. Making my vote count and bringing culture to those around me. Hashtag Boomer. That's from Southpaw Sooner. Attaboy, Southpaw. Go vote, people. It is election day is in it? America. I yeah. would not have known that had you not told me that today. I hadn't got a flyer you... in the mail or seen a sign or anything. Jeez. Well, coming up in the next hour, TJ and I are going to tell you who you should vote for today in all of the races. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Howard Stern did yesterday. He did? Yeah. In other he's states that he's not living in. I don't, so. even, know, I don't even know that. <laughs> I didn't I listen know. to him yesterday. Why I just would saw you bring the tweet. that up on our show? I didn't listen to him yesterday. I just saw the tweet out of people getting mad at him. So, no. uh, Camo Sooner says Tanner Groves seems soft. Your thoughts? Yeah, right. Um, I don't. I mean, that's harsh. I. He's not Dennis Rodman. He's more of a finesse big. He needs to be, uh, you know, he scored right around the rim quite a bit last night. But, you know, that's he's not a guy who's going to – he's not Ryan Spangler, you know. But he's got a better outside touch. I mean, he's, he's really good at stepping back and hitting the three. So I would say – I mean, even finesse is a word he's probably not going to like very much, but he's – He's a little more of a finesse big. He did go for like what, like thirty-five and seventeen against Kansas in the NCAA tournament. That's true. So he's got, That's true. He's got big offensive game if you can, uh, you know, tap into it. We'll be back. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. I, I didn't even get to um, event that, you know, and then all of a sudden, well, they're kicking it off, and then <coughs> I'm working on this trademark cough. What do you think? Um, it's getting better, too. Um, well, then <coughs> we marched it downfield. <laughs> I, I thought we could have been closer. We had 21 turnovers and six assists, and they had 11 offense rebounds. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. That's 32 possessions in a one-point game. We marched it downfield. <laughs> Hour two. I think it'll ever get old, will it? No, it hasn't since yesterday. 
Oh, that guy. Toby and TJ with you. We are the Laurel and Hardy of Oklahoma Sports Radio, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Glad you've tuned us in on this second day of your work week, Tuesday, November 8th. Oh, Sooners fall last night. Season opener in the LNC. Knocked off by Sam Houston. 52-51. A three-pointer with one second left. Did him in. They're 0-1. They get Arkansas Pine Bluff Friday night. Football team on the road this weekend. Headed to the mountains. OU West Virginia. 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday. Brent Vittable's weekly press conference will be today. We'll hear a little from Jeff Lebby coming up later this hour. The Colts fired Frank Reich yesterday. As an interim, they named ESPN broadcaster Jeff Saturday as their head coach. The former center, all-pro center during the Peyton Manning era, I was going to have like a draft today, TJ, of uh, people whose last names are days of the week, but I couldn't get more than like four. So I don't think there's enough to draft out there. I got like, uh, there's a couple like Rick Monday and Kenny Monday. I could remember those guys. Kenny Monday was the wrestler. Rick Monday, the baseball player. There's uh, Joe Friday from the Dragnet series, you know. And that's all I could think of. And Jeff Saturday. Somebody out there will hit our inbox mm. with a whole bunch of names of the week. But. Right. Yeah, if there's one positive thing going on right now, DJ, in the world of sports, it's that the Sam Ellinger experiment is failing miserably in Indianapolis. Thank God. <laughs> You've at least got that. Uh. Any chance Jeff Saturday takes over and says, uh, no, we're going in a different direction than Sam Ellinger. Um, I would like to think that he had that discussion with, you know, with Ursay before accepting the job as one of the upper quartile of winners of all quartile winners within the quartile winner vortex. Yeah. So I right. would think that discussion happened. The one thing also that gives me encouragement is it's another example yesterday of a broadcaster being hired as a head coach, TJ, which means... Fingers crossed, there's still hope for me at some point. Uh, Joe C. is going to look my way and point and say, you're next. Um, How do you feel about the old broadcaster hire? It's not the first time we've seen this, TJ. Somebody plucked off your television or radio and and given the head coach's whistle. Uh, Um, Through the years, sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. Yeah, it depends on the individual. I'm fine with it. I don't have any reason to think that Jeff Saturday isn't a – highly knowledgeable football guy that can't work out in the interim. Like, this could just be for the remainder of the season. Then he helps out the team and uh, a franchise that he's tied to and the fans love. And so I don't have a problem with a situation like this. Steve Kerr, I know you don't like Steve Kerr, neither do I, but he's worked out in Mm -hmm. Golden State. Right. Mark Jackson was the same thing. Mark Jackson was color analyst for the nba golden state said come be our coach right uh lots of examples in baseball through the years what was the uh, who was the astros manager he was their color analyst and he came down and uh, larry durker oh Remember yeah him uh-huh yeah that's he, right that was yeah buck martinez 
same thing. Uh, Aaron Boone, most recently. Yeah, I mean, guys that play at the game, play the game, and play for a long time at a high level. I mean, a lot of them do work out, so it doesn't matter the experience. They've got to start somewhere, and a lot of them just are given that opportunity. So Jeff Saturday was a name that, like, I didn't when I heard it yesterday. I was like, huh, what a terrible interim coach. It was a, it it seemed a fitting name for Indianapolis for an interim coach, and it, it could be a guy that works out as well. I think. Here's the problem. Jeff Saturday is a Colts legend. Loved Colts legend. Oh, they loved Jeff Love Saturday. He, is, he was smart. He was well-spoken when he was there. He's a part of a very uh, beloved era of Colts football. Oh, TJ, this, is, this rarely works out. When you hire um, Scott Frost, you know. Yeah, yeah, but what what if Josh what Heifel. if this is just a hire to finish out this season? What if he's That's just fine. like, hey, I'm just here to be some glue for this franchise. You know, I never expected yeah. to take this job full time, and okay. he still works right. out. He still works out. Now, if he wins a couple of games and then that interim tag's removed, and then it goes downhill in the next two years or something, then yeah, you're right. You've You've tarnished like what Peyton was a Manning, lovely relationship. I mean, yeah, but he's beloved. Anyway, yeah. We're not going to spend all day talking Colts football today, but what a weird year, man. Like, we were in a playoff chase two weeks ago, and now it's a house of cards. <laughs> Complete chaos. It's Jim Irsay, man. As the world turns. <laughs> That's how his head operates. Listen, I'm not here to defend Jim Irsay. He's a wacko, okay? But... I mean, like, the Colts aren't this way. Like, we're a stable They're franchise. Stable. They're stable, and they have been, you know, Frank Reich, everybody was throwing a loop because of Andrew Luck. Let, let's admit it. Like, they weren't expecting this quarterback scramble at this point in their franchise over the last few years where they're just rotating guys in and out. They expected to have their franchise guy there for another, you know, five, six, seven years, whatever it may be, maybe longer. Like, mm-hmm. no one expected they did everything they could to get Andrew Luck. They got him. He was highly successful. You guys maintained after Peyton Manning. Nobody expected to have to go through the carousel that you're going through in the last few years. Remember when Ursay Ursay took a shot at um, uh, the Washington owner? Uh, Snyder. Dan Snyder. Snyder mm-hmm. And made the papers like a month ago or whatever. He said he's not sure he's fit to be an owner anymore. And right. Everybody was right. putting it everywhere. I think Ursay said, well, that was fun. I was kind of uh, in the news cycle. What else can I do to be in the news cycle? How about we pinch our quarterback? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that was fun. What else can I do? How about we fire our head coach? A head coach that had a winning record. We've got to have somebody take over. How about that guy on my TV right now? Let's hire him. Uh, (laughs) A head coach that had a winning record and had been successful when there was some sort of stability at quarterback. Yeah. No, nah, I think Frank Reich just kind of, it just it was time. Like that's they, probably he, right. They, that's probably they right. They liked him, but this offense wasn't going anywhere. So, hey, good news is we are only one hundred and one days away from the start of college baseball season, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else is good, TJ? Not only is it my daughter's birthday today, but I also get my ears cleaned out. Today, oh, that's TJ. right. That's right. This is my last episode my last show before the ear cleaning 
I may crank on this mic tomorrow and blow you through your seat. Just knock you right into the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) I'm really intrigued, excited, nervous. I don't know what to expect today, Teej. I was talking to, this has thrown me a little off kilter. I was talking to Gabe Eichert. And I was saying, you know, I get, I, I got this appointment coming up. He goes, oh, where are you getting it done? And I told him, and he was like, you got to tell me how it goes. And I was like, hang on a second. I thought you've already had this done. And he goes, yeah, it was back when I was in the NFL. I don't remember much about it. Uh, I'm a little nervous to do it again, so I want you to tell me how. It's like, what? I'm not the guinea pig for everybody out here. Yeah, you are. My ears are precious. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if if uh, I don't I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. Are they gonna squirt scope in there like they did with John Whitson, TJ? Are they gonna stick a some sort of a needle down there and scrape around? Is it gonna be the stream of water? Is a bunch of like a worm gonna come crawling out of there? I don't know what to expect. I, I hear perfectly fine. I think, but oh, I'm, I'm, uh, today's gonna be fast. You're going to be fine unless they start and you hear one of them go, uh oh. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. That's not what you want to hear. That's not what you want to hear. I'm going to ask him. To then give you me may an not an... hear it. They may say <laughs> it. You might not hear it. I'm going to ask him to give me an anesthetic for this. Put me to sleep. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any of it. <laughs> We'd be shooting a reel for this for your Instagram <laughs> as uh, stuff oozes out of your ear. Uh, I don't think I could. Like, I don't. You think I, if I ask her. Or him, whoever it is. If I can videotape, can I go videotape this? Can my wife hold, hold, my hand hold up? the phone and uh, record this for my Instagram? She's working today. I'm all uh, alone uh, on this okay. thing. Okay, all right. Nobody, if I got nobody to drive me home or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to see if Luann can take you and drive you home? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I might not be in any shape to drive. I don't. I hate that feeling of like having, uh, you know, after you go swimming, you have water in your ear or something. And you're just like shaking your head, trying to get it out forever. And even if it's out, it feels like it's out. Uh, it's a terrible feeling. feeling, yes. So I'm afraid that's going to happen. Like they're going to squirt this water up there, and I'm going to feel like I got water in my ear for the next year of my life. I don't. I don't. But what if it works great? What if all these years of putting headphones on, there is some buildup back in there, and now they go clean it out, and it's like the birds are singing brighter. The air is crisper. The food tastes better. You know, everything is better because I did this. Well, I'm curious. I'm curious because I wear the headphones as well. So I didn't know this until you brought it up was a thing that I could have hearing problems due to the headphones because of earwax buildup. I still, when I had my back surgery, I would say well over half the people who I talked to said, don't do it. Don't do it. You, I don't, I know you're in pain, but once you start operating on the back, down, whatever you do, do anything other than have back surgery. Eventually, TJ, the pain got to the point where I was like, I can't live like this anymore. I've got to, I got to have the surgery. I don't care. Right. I have yet to have a single person who has had this procedure done say anything other than, oh, it's the best. You're going to love it. 
Not a single person has said, hey, you know what, you shouldn't do that. I, I've done it, and it's uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Every single person, it's probably been 20 to 30 people who have said to me in some form or fashion, it's amazing. I do it every six months. So I got high hopes, DJ. I got high hopes. So if I do this today and it goes well, I could pencil you in for an appointment when I leave? Don't go that far. Maybe. Are you are you chicken? It sounds creepy to me. There it is, is some creepy. worry there for me. So don't pencil me in quite yet. I want to hear from you. Well, so, listeners, look forward to this. On tomorrow's show, while you are eating <laughs> your scrambled eggs, hash browns, frittatas, I will be giving you a thorough recap of my uh, ear wax cleaning session that will happen a little bit later on today. Maybe with the photographic evidence. We'll see how disgusting it is. I'm not exactly sure. So. <sighs> All right, we need a break. 717 on a Tuesday. Toby and TJ with you. 405-329-9000. If you'd like to call the show, you can text us. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. OU basketball, OU football, anything on your mind today, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you this hour, brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry and Jackie Saxon, home of the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands of dollars on the sale of your home. Visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com, or you can call Terry, 405-361-3380. Kendall called off the air. We marched it down the field. (laughs) That's uh, actual audio from what Toby's ear sounds like as it's being cleaned up today. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Kendall did not. Good morning. Good to see everybody. Hey, Brent. Hey, Brent. Uh, Up today. Yeah, Kendall did not appreciate you calling him Eeyore yesterday, but yeah, did well, say he wanted all so grumpy. everyone to know. Everyone to to know uh, you still have the holidays to enjoy while we wait for baseball and softball to get here. So <laughs> enjoy the holidays. Maybe, maybe they'll be canceled this That's year right. for us. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line: TJ would be a great president for his no apologies. T Row press secretary, he makes any, anything entertaining to listen to. Let me come out. <laughs> You'd be in my uh, press secretary answering uh, all yes. the. Uh, oh, what a disaster it would be to be your it, press secretary. Is it legal as president just to hand out death penalties to stupid people? Um, I mean, you'd probably have to get that passed by Congress. Ah, I'm going to get it passed. I'm going to get that passed. Know. I'm getting that Sometimes, passed. Yeah. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. <laughs> Maybe candidate one. For day one, you run on the no apologies <laughs> platform. Listen, I don't care what I screw up. I'm not apologizing for anything. All right? Nobody apologize for anything. When I'm president, nobody apologizes for anything. If I talk about your fat little girlfriend, I mean your fat little girlfriend, and I'm not apologizing. Another line that uh, Leach dropped over the weekend. This is, uh, this is you fielding questions <laughs> immediately after you've been elected president. What kind of questions that Phil? 
I would have the very the the uh, the Trump face. That would questions that fail. Let's see what this is. Therapist. This is the therapist talking. I think you have a phobia of marriage. Do you know what the symptoms are? Me. Can't say I do. Therapist. That's one of them. That's one of them. Can't say I do. That's one of them. <laughs> Nobody cares. I don't got it. <laughs> I'm moving <laughs> I don't get it. Why can't you play your own calls on your radio show? You want to answer that? No, I don't want okay. to answer no. that. It's it's uh, at some point in time I will answer that question, but it's a little too sticky right now. Happy birthday, Chloe Rowland! I hear your dad is finally getting you that pony. Is that what yeah, you got? I wish you want. I wish you wanted a pony. Ooh, I just thought of that. Are you a year away from uh, the third kid Shh. driver in your house? Well, she gets her permit. Permit in six months this right? year. Yeah. Ooh. Bagel, 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 Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Is it still fifteen and a half for a permit? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, yes, I think so. Right, but we're right. really going to discourage her from being a driver. <laughs> we just ride a bike, please. <laughs> You've done enough carpools lately. I know you're going to be handing her the keys. Like I know you don't have the license yet. Just go. All right. Your brothers are still living at home. Could you please just take a skateboard to school? <laughs> Uh, Gunny is now asking, uh, he's saying happy birthday to Chloe, but also can he be your 100th follower? So Gunny of Stutzman Army has requested. Juice Box, I looked him up. I vetted him for you. Um, he only has one follower. I believe that follower is a bot. He's following 45 people, mostly uh, OU-related people, a lot of people from the station he follows, and very rarely tweets. In fact, he's only sent out like that. a response to one Josh McQuish uh, tweet, so... He doesn't tweet a lot, so it's not controversial. Like doesn't get yeah, after like people. Lot, so, yeah. All right, he's, he's, he's a candidate. Consideration. He's a candidate. Gunny, on the other hand, he's a troublemaker uh, on Twitter. Gunny's, you got to watch out for that. He's all over yeah. the place. Even though I don't follow him, I see him everywhere. <laughs> right. uh, we had a position come open in the 100, by the way. I had to unfollow someone last night. Uh, final straw situation happened. Might be a position open on our radio crew soon, too. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's been a topic that's been brought up numerous times now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't... How are your eyes, TJ? Um, do, you have a good, do you have a good set it of It was binoculars? eight years ago today that I had LASIK. Right. Um, and here are my eyes. Um, I'm still refusing the readers. And we sat down. I told you we went and ate at Ted's the other night. <laughs> and uh, I had to do the hold the menu out at a certain <laughs> distance. And my wife goes, you need me to hold that for you? <laughs> And I said, no, I can read it just fine. Thank you. Yeah, why don't you just give in and get some readers? <sighs> Part of me is like, how do I have them with me at all times? Do I have to wear them on one of those little chains? That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, how do you keep up with them? I have a pair everywhere. Uh, well, like I, when you go I, to a restaurant, do you carry them in with you or do you just hold yeah. the menu out? No, I carry them in with me. I have a pair... <laughs> I bought a box of six. I know about your box of six from the club, yeah. I have a pair uh, in the car. So if I'm going to a restaurant, I'll just bring in the pair from the car. Or if I walk in and forget them, I'll go back out to the car and get them. I got a pair right here where I do the show. I got a pair 
uh, in the living room where I watch television sometimes. I have a pair next to my bed. What is that for? I've got a pair in my bag that I take with me everywhere I go <laughs> right. when I call games and everything. That's five. And I think that's it. I think I just have a sixth pair for as a backup somewhere. But, yeah, I just, just always have a pair within arms, arms reach. I'm going to have but to. But I do like the idea of, you know, Mike from American Pickers? Yes. That has the chain around his neck. He's got the glasses that, like, have a magnet that come together in uh-huh. the middle. And in the middle. He puts them on the end of his nose. Right. I love that. <laughs> I love wearing a chain around my neck, and then when something happens, I bring it up and snap them together and on the end of my nose, and I look at it, and then I bring it back down. Like, I'm so past caring about being cool at all. Oh, I'm I, not. I just, I'm past being cool. I, I oh, passed that all a long about, time ago. It's all about comfort at this point in my life. I just want to get to the finish line comfortably, Teach. Mine is, it just seems inconvenient to have those pairs of glasses everywhere, so I just haven't mm-hmm. done it. And I'm not to the point, like, I still have, I have not enlarged, like, the font on my phone. Like, I yeah. look at yours when I see your text messages pop up. When I see you using your phone, I'm like, holy cow, I can read that across my town. My text pop up in a different font? Uh, I believe so. Or maybe it's not you. There's somebody else that I saw their uh, text pop up on their phone. You, I wouldn't have seen yours from the other room. When you're in studio or anything, it has to be somebody else around here. And the font on the phone was like, whoa! Like one bubble took up the whole phone, and I'm like, look at that. Look at that. So, I'm not there yet. Uh, We didn't play well last night, but at least we have a coach that doesn't sugarcoat things. Seems like that statement is becoming a theme at OU. Man, I love things that are sugarcoated, though, don't you? Delicious. If we're going to lose, you might as well tell it like it is, right, Teach? Uh, that's right. That's right. Don't, whatever you do, don't tell us we're close. That's the worst thing you could do is tell us we're close. Uh, we don't want to be close. We want to be shot straight. Porter is on the hot seat. That's an embarrassing performance. I couldn't believe I paid money to drive to Norman and watch that crap. Wow. Who's that from? Didn't sign it. Interesting. Anonymous. Let me uh, go to his text above that he sent in at other times. Ted Roof has to go. (laughs) Okay. Another text from him. Mattis, I've been walking out. This guy, this guy is, uh, or gal, is uh, not putting up with it anymore. Looked like a college team blocking peewee players. Embarrassing. Awesome. I'm sick of hearing this. Why is Lanning, Dykes, Riley not struggling? This is BS. We could keep going on his text. <laughs> his text. His text history is just irate statement after irate statement. Oh, man. I just wonder who has the Oklahoma sports voodoo doll. It's not funny anymore. No. I think like he I think he headed out west. Clark Stroud is the guy that would have a voodoo doll. All right? I'm putting it on him. He's nicely dressed voodoo doll, but it's a Did voodoo doll still. Ourselves? Did we bring bad karma on us with the old SEC thing? Have we done this to ourselves, TJ? I, I can't put it on that. Back at us? I can't put it on that. I don't want to either, but something's going on. I mean, there is an LSU tie there now, obviously, so hmm. never knows what goes on down in that area with voodoo dolls and stuff. We so. did go to the College World Series this year. That's true. And we won the softball national but championship. But lost to an SEC team. And the gymnastics team. national championship. 
Yeah, that's it. We did lose to an SEC. Right. We beat a lot of them on the way, though. I don't think that's like, you know. Uh, next texter, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Unfortunately, it looked like the same song second season. No outside shooting, turnovers, no offensive flow. But the Bruins are 11-2 and two if anyone wants to follow a winner. Is that, oh, hockey. Hockey. I was thinking yes. UCLA. Okay, gotcha. Boston yes. Bruins. Okay. <laughs> We're really one and one. Quack, quack is what this texter says. Yeah, I wish. I wish we could count that one. And the last one I've got here, I don't know what this is referring back to. It says, OMG, think I peed a little. Oh, boy. Incontinence is what that's called. <laughs> what is Blake All right, we need a break. Magnet uh, eyeglasses. What are you sending yeah, us, Blake? Uh, you making fun of old men? Brewster sent us some glasses. I think uh, maybe that's the thing that I'm talking about that clips together in the middle. <laughs> right, I guess so. All right. Uh, when we come back, Jeff Levy met the media yesterday. Hear what he had to say about Dylan Gabriel's interceptions. We got uh, we got uh, Brett Venables coming up press conference today at 11.15. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. This is what I'm playing going into the appointment today. Clear out your earwax. Would you take it? I'm wearing my hood up. I'm getting nervous. Welcome back. Huge day, Teach. It's election day. It's Chloe Rowland's birthday, and I'm getting my ears cleaned. How out do you today. fit all this in? What a day! Good what gracious. a day! We got a party at our house tonight too, so I don't know. I don't know how I'm getting it all in. I got to go to Morgantown this weekend, so I got to get my act together. Here's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Uh, high of 71 today. 35 percent chance of rain in Oklahoma. Saturday in West Virginia, going to be chilly. It's going to be a high of 44, but this game kicks off at 11 in the morning, so we'll be in the 30s at kickoff. 10% chance of rain in Morgantown. Chris Plank, Gabe Eichard, bundle up. Fellas in the booth, be prepared. We're opening the windows, okay? We're not going to hide behind. We're not going to be soft, and hide behind a pane of glass. If uh, the crowd's cold, we're cold. The team's cold, we're cold. So dress accordingly. Oh, you lost Saturday, TJ, to Baylor. Dylan Gabriel had three interceptions. His offensive coordinator, Jeff Lebby, was asked about him and those picks yesterday. Yeah, the, the first one we want back just had a chance to uh, to get it out of our hand a little earlier on to the field side, and then the the second throw was an absolute incredible ball. Uh, frustrated by that one with the outcome, but he threw just a great ball. Uh, B. Will gets his right hand on it, wasn't able to get his left one up, and um, and then the third one, you know, going through it and talking through it, Dylan hadn't done that all year. He has not put the ball in harm's way, uh, and he did there, and he knows that, and we want that one back. Translation, the second one they feel like should have been pass interference on the Braden Willis ball, but the other two 
Uh, didn't like those. They want those back. As for all those penalties. The biggest thing is being un- able to understand playing penalties and non-playing penalties. Non-playing penalties are inexcusable. Um, when you're playing 75 plays a game and uh, you're playing center and you're battling every single snap and your right hand slips high one time and and uh, and you get a call, those are things that happen in the flow of a football game that you don't like and you don't want and you're coaching to correct it constantly. But the pre-snap penalties, the two false starts, can't be part of the game. So them just understanding how crucial that is. It's not just a five-yard penalty. We go from second four to second nine to third and four and then end up punting the football instead of being first down and creating points. And you look at the scoreboard at the end of the game, three points is, you know, it's a huge help. So uh, just understanding how big of a deal it is and continuing to, to stress that. Big picture opinion on Dylan Gabriel, TJ. What is it? Because, um. You know, we saw what this team looked like without him. He can and presumably will be back next year. There's a hot shot quarterback coming in, hopefully. Uh, So where do you stand with Dylan Gabriel right now? That's a good-looking question. I find myself frustrated at him at times that I know I'm probably taking frustration out on him that should be focused on other areas of the team. But I do, there does seem to be a lack of chemistry with him and some of the receivers, in my opinion. And I don't know that that's him. I don't know if it's them on certain routes or what he's expecting them to do. I don't know if his timing's just off at times. I, not on the same page. Not on the same page, whatever it is. I The other day, what went through my mind was um, he is Charlie Sheen's character from Major League. He just needs a set of glasses because there's something he's seeing that's just a couple of inches off that glasses would correct the vision, and he'd go out there and uh, throw 100-mile-an-hour strikes, you know. So um, I think Dylan Gabriel is obviously the best option that they have at this point. By far, we know that. I think they can be successful with him. But for whatever reason, like he just hasn't got on the same page with everyone. And I think if he did, then this thing would click and this offense would flow. I just Give me an example of that. It just, there's, the tip passes, the, some of those aren't his fault either. So, um but he just seems wide at times. He just seems high at times on on passes that at the University of Oklahoma you're used to over the last six, seven Question. more going back that you're used to seeing quarterbacks make. Question. Yes. You were in the lower bowl on Saturday. Right. <laughs> How windy was it? Very windy. And I, I know, and I mentioned that the other day because of the swirling nature of cat pee smell. So... It was whipping around in there pretty good. It was, which can throw things off. I get what your point is, but... No, no, no. I didn't have a point. We were up high, yeah, and it was extremely windy up high. So, yeah. And when we were standing... I wonder what it was like down there. So when we were standing in the end zone in that first half, if you stood in front of the tunnel, it was cold because it was whipping through those tunnels into, you know, going from the uh, south to the north, I should say. I was in the south end zone. So uh, south to the north, it was whipping through there, so... That can cause some of that, but that's not week in and week out, which we've seen him just be slightly off at times. Mm-hmm. So he kind has of sailed 
He sailed, sailed a lot of passes. passes, especially early in the year. Mm-hmm. So I think he's the best option. I think. <sighs> Am I comfortable with him next year? Mm. Because even if you get the hot shot quarterback, I've heard that right. a lot. Like, oh, this is just just hold by your time. Wait till Jackson Arnold gets you. Just wait, 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 hot, wait. He's a hot shot. He's a hot shot. This kid's gonna change everything. I hope they're right. But I was also told that about Spencer Rattler. Oh. Um. Some guys don't pan out. I'm not saying that's him. I hope it's not. Yep. But yep. I'm not. I'm not one to sit here and say I'm putting it all on this kid because he's going to come in here. He's going to win that job, and they're going to sell for the next three years while he's an elite quarterback uh, in the Big Twelve and going into the SEC or whatever the situation may be. I'm not ready to say that yet. I got to see the kid on the field. So I'm wondering how hard do you have to look? I think you got to look in the portal no matter what because you're going to need backup help even if it's Dylan Gabriel, but I might would be looking for who's that guy that could come in from the portal and push Dylan Gabriel for the job. Here's my opinion. Okay. He's completing 64% of his passes this year. I would like that number to be a little bit higher. That's not bad, though. Pretty good. It would be nice if it was closer to 70%. Mm-hmm. 16 touchdowns, four picks, three of those came Saturday. Correct. He's over 2,000 yards passing this year. Uh, and he missed, what, a game and a half? Game and, yeah, about a game and a half or so. Um, He's been good enough. Good enough, yes. He, he's he been good enough to win. You can win with Dylan Gabriel. That's a better way to say it. You can win with Dylan Gabriel. Uh, The other side of the ball is the side of the ball that uh, is, is it, the – worrisome and surprising part it is and that's why i say i'm probably taking frustration out on him that he doesn't deserve due to other parts of the team well he's made some frustrating plays this year he has missed some open guys that lost to kansas state he missed some open guys and he has been far from perfect uh but he also had some spectacular plays you know the run against nebraska was was amazing and uh there's been some absolute dimes that he's thrown out there too so has he been uh, Heisman Trophy invite caliber? No. But he's been good enough that you can go win games with Dylan Gabriel. you got to figure out how to stop somebody. How many points did they put up Saturday? 35. Yeah. Yeah, no, you should have won Against that game Baylor. putting up that amount of points on Saturday. You should have won. With yeah. three interceptions mm-hmm. and a turnover on downs against Baylor, they put up 35 points got to win that game so all right 747 we'll get some more of your thoughts when we come back it is a tuesday edition of the t-row in the morning show this hour of the t-row in the morning show is brought to you by saxon realty group call terry or jackie at 405-361-3380 we did have a monday night football game last night ravens over the saints 27 to 13. I still need to hear from Ryan Taliaferro as to whether he got a pick in or not. Uh, Jason C. and Oltmogi is off the mountain. Mickey Worley from Ringling, Sam from Wayne, and Tanya C. moving on. So we have three left on the mountain with uh, Ryan Taliaferro still uh, out there. Either he didn't get his pick in or he needs to prove it because uh, I did not end up uh, getting your selection, Ryan, if you sent it in. Um, all right, so 
College football this weekend, Sooners and Mountaineers, 11 a.m., Cowboys, Cyclones in Stillwater. That game will be at 2.30. It was a rough day for basketball in the state of Oklahoma last night. Thunder lose. They blew a lead in Detroit, 112-103. They got a little three-game losing streak going on now. Of course, OU lost. We'll talk more about that in the next hour, 52-51 to Sam Houston. In their season opener, Bearcats hit a three with one second left to win it for them. And TU and ORU both fall out west last night. Tulsa was up 44-28 to at halftime at Oregon State and let it slip away. Beavers 73-70 winners there. St. Mary over ORU 78-70 late last night. The only state men's team that won... OSU, they got by UTA last night, 77-66. Jenny Baranchek's team got a win. We'll hear from her next hour. They raced to a 30-point halftime lead. Saw a good chunk of that slip away, but got the win. 105-94. Maddie Williams, leading scorer last night for Oklahoma. So they are 1-0. We have... Two games in the Lloyd Noble Center again on Friday. A little more spread out this time. The women will play at 10.30. They've got their field trip game coming up on Saturday. And the men will play at 7 o'clock Saturday, or Friday night. Friday, I should say. Uh, women at 10.30 Friday morning. Men at 7 p.m. Friday night against Arkansas. Pine Bluff. Um... Did you ever hear from Talia Farrell? Teach, did he ever reach out to you? Um, if he did, I did not see the text. So uh, if you're out there listening and you had texted me, I may have missed it yesterday through all the football texts. So you can send it to me again. I mean, we can always look back. So, But, mm-hmm. yeah, not that I have seen. You want to go to West Virginia with us? Um, no, you know what I have on Saturday morning? I can't wait to hear this. It's always your favorite time of the year. This year it's not family. It's just Bronx pictures on Saturday morning. Not oh that I would have gosh. to be there for that. Katie could handle Didn't it. Did you just take pictures? Every year. Every year at the same time, yeah. Every other year it's family. Uh, every year, though, it's Bronx, no matter what. So I knew you would like that. Where are you going to a park? No, uh, she actually didn't even know. I asked her that the other day, and she says, you know what? I haven't been told. I'm not sure yet. So well, What does that have to do with you? Uh, nothing. Like I said, she could handle it. I don't, I don't necessarily have to be there. So for you that, can go so. to West Virginia with us. I could. You got a spot on the plane for me? I could make a call. Well, do you want to be my spotter? <laughs> I was about to right say, now. I knew where this was going. Uh, do you want to be my spotter? You'd uh, be good at that job. I would not be good at that job. Why? Because I would not be yelling the proper things in your ear. Well, we can take care of you yelling anything in my ear. There's a volume knob that Drake controls. I can't watch a game where I'm just like watching for numbers to call out numbers for you or who's involved with something. I like that's not how my brain works. You need to be you need to be emotionally invested, fully emotionally invested when OU's playing football. Right. Not distracted by trying to do a job. Job. Yeah, I'm not doing a job. Exactly right. <laughs> Although that's not wanna, true because even being you want to be able to be a fan. emotionally invested as a fan, I'm still doing a job. 
because we'll come and talk about it, you know. I mean, have you ever seen those videos, though, that come out? I mean, it's not like there's not some celebrating going on when OU scores. I mean, it's not like you can't be a... Oh, sure. I see you guys high-five, and uh, I uh, you know, hear your, your calls. Stats Kelly yells in my... Right. I, I, we had a I would be good Saturday. at helping him change out hats. I would be very good at that. What was the... I think it was the bomb to Mim Saturday. And I hear... Uh, you know, I'm making the call, and I hear in the background, Yeah! I'm like, Stats. We went to commercial break. I'm like, Stats. <laughs> you yelled again in the middle of the call. He goes, I did? He didn't even know he did it. It just, like, overcomes his body. That that play, by the way, came right into our lap where we were standing. That was a pretty amazing to watch it just come right straight at us like that. It was pretty good. Yeah. I may have screamed it finally like that connected too. on a deep ball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, top of the hour break. We'll be back. Hey, Sooner fans, we've got you covered. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. No, we don't get a break. <laughs> this is the home of Sooner fans. The ref. Sports Radio Network. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. Oh, that's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref. Sports Radio Network.